Welcome back to this week's episode of Next Level Minds. My name is Chris Chapman and I am your host. And if this is your first time tuning in, then this is a podcast for those who want to reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. And speaking of a next level, I want to introduce you to Magic Mind, which is the world's first productivity drink. Lately, I've been experiencing a ton of brain fog, lack of focus, and just a general tired feeling. I've tried coffee, caffeine pills, and more. Nothing has really worked. So I'm very thankful that I got introduced to Magic Mind because it's been keeping me at a next level ever since. It's got all of these natural ingredients in it like matcha, which gives you energy, adaptogens, which helps you relax, honey, which helps you with happiness, and nootropics, which of course help you with focus. I've been taking this for about a month and I can tell a massive difference with my productivity, focus levels, and just attention span, especially since I have a full-time career, a podcast, a coaching business, and a speaking business. All of these things I'm trying to keep track of, so staying at a next level is imperative. Right now, I have a 20% off code to share with the listeners of Next Level Minds. And that code is LVL20. To use it, you can go to magicmind.co slash next, which is N-E-X-T, and then enter in the code LVL20 to get 20% off of your order today. Now on to today's show and episode, which is part of a series I do called Motivation Monday, where I talk about a variety of different topics ranging from goal setting to habits to confidence to personal finance. Uh, Self-recorded by myself, there are no guests on this Motivation Monday style series. It's just myself talking to my listeners about different topics that I'm passionate about with the end goal of getting everyone fired up for the week. So what I want to talk about today is my experience going to my first Arate event. And what Arate is, is an organization ran by two multi-million dollar entrepreneurs, uh, Andy Frisella and Ed Milet. And they run this membership-based organization, which they put on live events with different speakers. They do uh, multiple coaching sessions. They do peer-to-peer leading. It's a pretty predominant group and and a membership group that basically just focuses on personal growth. However, Arate hosted a event for the public that you could buy tickets to on November 5th uh, that me and a good friend of mine went to. So I wanted to share, not all of course, because I don't want to expose too much since they do have a membership-based organization, but I do want to share a few of the learning lessons that I received from this event and really what I've been doing since this event um, and how I've implemented them in my life with the hopes of somebody listening to the show today, maybe grabbing a point or two and not only changing their habits, but changing their routine, their behavior and changing their life for the better. So I want to go into the first speaker, which is Ed Milet, who is one of my favorite entrepreneurs and one of my favorite authors out there right now. He just wrote the book, The Power of One More, which I would highly, highly, highly suggest um, you guys pick this book up because it really caused me to shift my perspective on things. And Ed Milet also just got ranked one of the top, if not the top speaker in the entire world. So His speech was extremely impactful, and I wanted to share just a couple, you know, kind of main lessons uh, that I received from Ed Milet talking. So the first thing that I got from Ed's speech is that 
most progress is made on the back end, which essentially what I got from that is that the habits, the behaviors, the routines that you're doing today, you may not actually see the end result of them immediately. It could take you some time to actually see those things pay off. So think about the gym, for example. If you go to the gym, you know, five or six days a week for three or four months, you may see some results, but you're really not going to see that full finished product because most of the progress is made on the back end. So Ed talked about that it's important to have a full belief system that, hey, even though it doesn't really feel like I'm making progress right now, at the end of the day, I know and I trust and I'm confident that I am making progress towards my goals, towards my dream life, and ultimately towards the success that I desire, right? So he talked about five different traits that the greats have in common. And and what he described the greats as is not just a CEO or not just an athlete or not just a famous politician, right? But the best of the best of the best, right? Maybe that Hall of Famer MLB player or not just a local politician, but somebody who maybe runs a nation, right? Or not just a CEO of a small company, but a CEO or a founder of a Fortune 500 company, right? Like what are the things that separate them apart from just kind of the average successful person. And he broke down five traits. Um, One, he talked about that they have this full belief system that they really deserve the success that they've been given, right? Um, they, They believe it. They believe that they deserve success because of the work that they're putting in. Um, they also, he mentioned that they also have this fear of not achieving their full potential, right? Like they're always striving to reach the best possible version of themselves. The third trait he mentioned that these individuals have is that they have very strong emotional control, right? They have control of the situation, um, whether it's a good situation or a bad situation, right? They're controlling their emotions. Um, The fourth thing is that they visualize, right? Because visualizing helps you form new neural pathways. Um, And there's been numerous studies about how visualization helps your success. And then the fifth and final thing that these folks do that Ed talked about was that they live with intentionality. So everything they do with their job, with their career, with their business, with their family, with whatever they're doing, all of it has massive levels of intention behind it. So I really got a lot out of those five traits. I'm looking at like three pages of notes just on those things right now, but just wanted to give y'all kind of a surface level five traits, believe they deserve it, fear of not achieving full potential, emotional control, visualize and living with intention um, in the hopes that that kind of impacts somebody. Um, and Ed also talked about that life will give you what you fight for, right? If you want something bad enough and you fight for something bad enough, life will give you actually what you fight for. So I want everyone that's listening right now to think about something that they really want, whether it's a material item, whether it's a goal, whether it's some type of relationship with a family member, friend, whatever that thing is that you want, ask yourself, am I doing the work to truly fight for this thing, right? If the answer is no, then it's time to shift into gears a bit and start fighting for that thing you want because life will actually give you what you want. And then the last thing that I wanted to share today uh, from Ed, again, I, I got way more out of it than just what I'm sharing. I just want to share a couple things with everyone. Uh, but the last thing I wanted to share from Ed's speech is that small wins, 
stack up to an amazing life, right? It's those small habits that you do day in and day out. You know, the exercise, the gallon of water, the reading, the writing down what you're grateful for, the visualization, like the whole stack of habits that if you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm extremely passionate about. Those habits over time with consistently, uh, with a consistent approach, stack up to an amazing, extraordinary life. So I wanna challenge y'all out there that if your life's not where it's at or where you want it to be at right now, then ask yourself, Am I stacking up the small wins and am I doing the habits, the routines, the behaviors that I actually need to do to create a life that I know that I'm deserving of living? So that was the speaker number one. Um, then they did a Q&A session, which was absolutely fan-freaking-tastic. Um, don't have time to share all of those because it was a lot of questions with a lot of powerful answers. Again, guys, keep in mind, I took over 22 pages of notes from this event. Um, so I don't want to share that, but I do want to jump down and share from the first guest speaker, which was Robert Green, who is a very predominant author who wrote The 48 Laws of Power um, and multiple other different books. But I wanted to touch on Robert's speech for a little bit, and and I and I missed a couple things because I took a break to go get a, a drink and some water and stuff. And uh, but I wanted to touch on what I did get out of it. And it, he basically mentioned that attitude is everything, right? And how you handle situations is how you view them, and how you view them and your perception of the situation is actually how your attitude is going to be formed about the situation, right? So if you want to have, you know, a happy life, if you want to be positive, and if you want to have, you know, a good attitude towards the situation, then I believe it's extremely important to really flip the perspective on what this situation, good or bad situation actually means, right? Because your attitude is shaped from the meaning that you give a certain situation, right? So I want everyone to think about a situation that they've had that they've deemed as unfortunate or quote unquote bad and ask yourself, what perception of this situation did I have? And I bet you that the perception of the situation was that it was a negative circumstance. And because you had a negative perception of it, you had a negative attitude versus looking at the event of, hey, you know, that's a little unfortunate, but what am I learning from this situation? How can I look at this in a positive way? And when you flip the perspective to how can I look for the positive, that's when your attitude changes and your attitude directly associates with the overall outlook that you have on life. And so I wanted to share that because I believe that's so important. You know, there's good and bad things happening, but it's all about the attitude that you have based on the situation. So that was Robert Green's speech. Then they did uh, a second guest speaker, which was Damon West. Absolutely savage. He's uh, hopefully, Damon, if you're listening to this, hopefully he's going to be a podcast guest. I messaged him and he said that uh, 2023 could work out. He's a bit busy right now, but I uh, I would look up his story. It's basically started from the bottom, now we're here type of story. Um, it really pumped me up. Um, and Damon essentially talks about there's three choices in life, right? Life is kind of like a boiling pot of water and there's three choices. You can be a carrot, which means that you turn soft and sad. You can be an egg, which means that you turn hard on the outside, but you're actually soft on the inside. Or you can be 
like a coffee bean. And the cool thing about a coffee bean is it is the only thing that actually transforms the water when you put it in boiling water, right? So Damon talked about in life, you should strive to be a coffee bean, somebody that actually transforms lives around you in a positive way, right? He talks about in certain situations in life, there's two perspectives to have. There's, hey, I'm going to be infecting this situation, right? That comes from having a negative attitude or I'm going to affect where I'm at right now in a positive way, right? Infect versus effect, right? And that was really big to me because how many times have y'all gone in a situation and like you weren't really thinking about your attitude? You weren't really thinking about kind of the perception that you were giving others or your body language or how you were answering things. And maybe you infected a situation with your negative energy, right? You never want to be the one to leave a room and says like, thank God that person's gone because they brought negative energy, but you want to affect a room in a positive way. So I thought that was huge. And then he, he talked about how to change your life, right? And he used some examples here. Um, he mentioned have positive body language, right? Like there's been numerous studies that show that people who smile are actually more positive, right? Because it all associates with each other. Tony Robbins talks about this as well, your phy- physiology. Um, so he talked about have a positive body language. He talked that you need to work on yourself to change your life, like get your fitness right, get your mental health right. Uh, go to the gym, drink your water, take your vitamins, you know, read, uh, listen to podcasts like Next Level Minds, all this stuff, right? Like do things that you know you need to do to work on yourself. Um, he talked about if you want to change your life, you should have servant leadership. That's extremely important, having that servant leadership. I'm drifting into more leadership style roles with what I'm doing, and I've realized that servant leadership is extremely important. He also tells you that you should understand what you can control, right? There's numerous things that are out of your control, but there's equally numerous things that are in your control, right? You can control what you put in your body, or your, sorry, you can control what you put in your body, you can control what you put in your mind, you can control your routine, you can control your habits, you can control so much more than you anticipate. And so he talks about get down in the weeds of what you can control. And then the last thing he talks about with how to change your life is that your past does not define you. Like I would challenge y'all to look up this guy's story, Damon West, and look at where he was compared to where he is now and realize that his past and his present day and even future day have no correlation whatsoever. So if y'all have been through a struggle, right? Or if you've messed up in the past or, you know, maybe you're now just starting to develop some good habits and you're trying to break old routines, realize that your past does not define you, right? Like my past does not define me. I graduated like 800 something or close to 900 out of a thousand in my high school class, right? Like I was not anywhere near where I thought I would be at this age based on that, right? But I realized that my past doesn't define me. And I realized that, hey, I'm taking ownership of my future and I'm going to do the things I know I need to do to be successful, right? And I have a whole episode about this, multiple episodes back on how to increase your income. And it's basically a step-by-step-by-step-by-step guide of what I've done to build this life that I have today at 27 years old, right? And continuing to build, right? 27 and 37 is gonna be a night and day difference. 37 and 47 
is going to be a night and day difference, like unrecognizable difference because I'm working so heavily on myself. Um, so I really, really, really valued that uh, when Damon mentioned that. And the last thing I wanted to share from Damon, and then we're going to switch to the last speaker is he talked about that your growth always follow the belief. So before you can grow, you have to have the belief. Um, going back to the importance of belief, pretty much all, all the speakers and uh, when they answered questions, like some sort of way belief got brought up. So I, I, I just want to challenge like the importance of believing that you can actually achieve success and create your dream life. Um, and then the last speaker who probably is one of my favorite entrepreneurs uh, as of right now, and that's Andy Frisella. Um, Y'all have maybe seen me repost some of his podcasts because he, he really encourages people to share the show. But um, he's my favorite entrepreneur for a number of different reasons, but he had a fantastic speech um, and his was very serious, right? Like Ed's was very like, his was kind of funny and he brought in different stories and examples and Andy did that too. But like Andy was extremely serious when he was speaking. So like the whole room was just, you know, really focused on what he had to say. So I took a lot of notes here, but I wanted to do my best to summarize it um, just to respect that, you know, they are a membership based organization. Don't want to share everything to the public, especially because I paid for this event as well, but want to share a couple things. And so Andy, you know, started the speech and, and basically just asked the audience of like, what happens when you die? Right. And his main theme was that things continue to go on. And he kind of described like the funeral, the kind of aftermath of the people leaving right and it was a very real example because you're like man i i don't know like if that day is tomorrow or 10 years from now or 50 or 60 years from now right and so it's like man like what things go on right and so he talked about like focus on building a legacy right and he talks about the american dream and the american dream is building a legacy right and he he talked heavily about how like America needs leaders right now, right? And and that really stuck out to me because I, I totally believe that America needs top quality leaders. And that can start with everyone that's listening to this podcast, right? It It's not going to change from where we're at right now. It, it all starts from within and then it all starts at the ground level, right? And like he built his vision on the American dream, right? And so he talked about just the importance of legacy, he talked about it should be your obligation to inspire others to reach their full potential, right? Because the world needs leaders, right? And it all starts with people like this that are listening to the Next Level Minds podcast who want to better themselves. So he talks about like people need to be inspired and it's your obligation to win so much that you're inspiring others around you. And then the last thing that he talked about, actually two, two final things that I want to talk about is that he talked about the duty of an American entrepreneur. And he touches on a couple different things here, like mental toughness, physical fitness, having high standards, having a service mentality, focusing on freedom, because without freedom, you can't build a business. And then he goes heavily on the concept of natural order, right? And I firmly believe in this. There is no such thing as a participation trophy. That's complete BS, right? Natural order basically states that the best always win, right? In the real world, the best always win. So he talks about focus on being the best in whatever your craft is. And then the last thing he talks about, which brings me back to Ed Milet's point, 
is he talks about winning comes from adding up the small things and doing the small things over and over and over and over again extremely well. And before you know it, you've built this fantastic life. So that's what I wanted to share with everyone listening today. Again, I took 20 pages of notes. I just wanted to give like a very quick summary of what I learned. I hope it impacts y'all, but last but not least, I'm gonna give top three points here and it's execution matters most. Don't let yourself stop you from showing up 100% and then focus on winning and lifting others up around you. That's how we all get better. That's how the community gets better. That's how the businesses get better. Most importantly, that's how this country gets back to where it should be is if we focus on winning and lifting others up around you. So I hope this was impactful. If you enjoyed the show, definitely leave a review of Next Level Minds on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you think. Share this episode with a family member, friend, or colleague. Again, I've mentioned this numerous times before, but my vision, my goal, my aspiration, my why is to impact over 1 million people. And that starts from having the listeners of Next Level Minds share the show with somebody who you think will get some value out of it. And other than that, as we like to say here at Next Level Minds, your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success.